Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. My piles are giving me jip. Hello there and welcome to Six Bits. It's the podcast from me, Ray Foley and... Hi, I'm Ryan O'Connell. She's Moran O'Connell all day, every day and even and especially on weekends. Uh, our email address is sixbitspod at gmail.com. You can send that, uh, send us emails on that, that, that correspondence, if you like. Uh, we're not associated. We we are on the six o'clock show on Virgin Media Television. There's not an association. This is not a six o'clock show production necessarily. Oh, no. Although we talk about six bits. I do three. Warren does three. We take it in turns, and we'll start ladies first this morning. Oh, this- I prefer if you did. I prefer if do you, you want did. me to start then. I, I would. I would. I would. I would. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah, start yeah, on yeah, something yeah. lighter and dafter uh, because I'm there's an anger in me and it's going to come to the surface today. Uh, <laughs> are you are you slightly hungover as well? Uh, I'm slightly hungover every day. I mean, if, <laughs> since since 2012, I've been uh, slightly hungover. <laughs> so, I, I, and I have been wondering: is could my incessant hangover be regarded uh, or classed as an underlying condition? No. <laughs> Can I ring my jeep? And there is a feeling of when you wake up with a hangover, it's like, oh god, I feel so awful, and then thinking. Oh no! This this could be it, <laughs> but but then I have a cup of coffee and breakfast, and then I feel and a and a, a paracetamol, and it's I an un- I sound fine. <laughs> it's an underlying condition of your personality, but yeah. not for anything else. No, no. it's all good. Uh, no. I'd like to talk about Doomla. Do- Doomla. Have I t- number one? Doomla. 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 Have you ever heard of Doomla? You gave me Whitmore yesterday. Wilsh. No, Whit. 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 <laughs> I said like Will Smith. Whit. 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 And never forget Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan, everybody. If people, stop, if people stop haven't to listened to the first fle- episode, they don't to make know. F- what is a fleek a thing? What is it? Trying to make f- fetch. F- fetch. Yeah, fetch. Stop trying to make fetch, fetch happen. I will never stop trying to make Azerbaijan happen. Uh, Eddie Izzard, I've got your back. Uh, okay, so um, Doomla is a sweet that they sell. It, what, are you okay? <laughs> is it the way I'm saying it? Do I just say, do I just say like it like a male man then? Doomla. Like, okay, hold on. Do it your way again. I say Doomla, right? And this is like Doomla. Hu- this is like Huga uh, or Higa. And <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I don't. What do I say? Do I say? Do I say Higi then? As it's an a Irish, little bit. It's a little bit like Vic and Bob during Shooting Stars. Uranu, Uvavu, and you're saying Doomla, Doomla, yeah. Okay, yes, Doomla, Doomla. So. It, it, we're kind of entering the territory then as well. No more than Huga or Doomla. Uh, that uh, um, should we be expected as Irish English-speaking Irish people with Irish accents? Should we be expected to say the word, the foreign word, in the foreign accent, Not like the newsreader that we used to work with? I don't. Did you ever work with Juliet Cash? She used to always. Yes. She used to say things like Macron when That's she'd be. Because- that's because she's, she's a French. fluent French speaker. Yeah, but she, you're broadcasting, you're and you're working and broadcasting in Ireland in an Irish newsroom, two Irish people with Irish people. Just say Paris. You don't need to say Paris when I, you're. I'm 
I'm fine with a native speaker doing it. I'm totally cool with Juliet doing it. But when you hear someone, I've had this conversation recently. When you hear someone throw in, I'm going to Barcelona. It's like, sta- no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. You're going to Barcelona. You're not going to Barcelona. Barcelona. You <laughs> don't have that. You don't have a nationwide Spanish cultural lisp. You don't have it. Don't do it. Well, on, the, on, the, on this note, this is, uh, I, I know you're not on the radio anymore. Oh, cool God. Here we go. Oh, now. Here, oh, there's the plaster oh. being ripped off early in this oh, episode. Jesus. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Am I not on the radio? Is that what? I wonder. Let's what not get I, into it. I'm just joking. But, I, but on this, I, I, I when I I found what I found when I was off the radio temporarily, and I'm sure you're, this is a temporary thing for you as well. <laughs> I'm hoping it is. I'd like to hear you back on the radio again at some stage. Sure. Um. Uh. But the 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 thing is, the thing that I found when I was off was that there were so, pop songs, popular music songs, big hits in the, yes. on the radio that I had never heard of. Like when I went back to go back on air. There was there was a whole year's worth of pop music oh that my God. I just had no like Shawn Mendes and stuff like that. I was like, who the hell's Shawn Mendes? He came he came up in that year that I was not working, and a bunch of other people. So while you're off now, have you found that there's like, what the hell? What the hell is it, Camilla Cabello? So well, she was around before, but she's already been cancelled. But um, I would say with this because I'm listening to podcasts and listening to music that I really enjoy mm. hello Orti Lyric loving you at the moment um, I live with someone who, who works in Spin 1038 it's, <laughs> so it's, she can't it's get like, away from it it's, no it's like he's speaking double Dutch he'd be like <laughs> he'd be like you know that song I'm like I have no idea he's like it's the biggest song in the world it comes from TikTok it was, I was like I've got you're, you are now speaking you were, spe- you were saying Barcelona in that's what you're doing. I'm trying to um, work out what song that is. It's not Old Town Road or something, is it? Or um, no, I was around for Old Town Road. Dancing Monkeys, the Dancing Monkeys. That, that was probably a TikTok song, was it? That's yeah, there's song, two or man. three TikTok songs that are huge, and I'm like, I have no idea, and n- nor do I want to know. So how do I'm you happy. how do you pronounce Camila Cabello then? Because because there's a lot of radio presenters call her Camilla Cabello, and Camilla I, Cabello. Yeah, and then I have a whole thing of like, come on, and then I do it myself and hate myself for it. <laughs> because the I remember when we first started playing Camilla Cabello Camilla Cabello Camilla Cabello all the whatsapps going it's not Camilla Cabello it's Camilla oh, right. Cabello so that's why so, everyone does it then well then I just put all of their voices on whenever I had to introduce her I'd be like it's this person and I'd let someone else say it so I didn't have to oh okay that's a clever way of doing it mm. I, wouldn't be, I would never be that clever so I say Camilla Cabello and hate myself for it half the time and then I say Camilla Cabello and think I'm probably doing this wrong uh, the yeah. other half of the time uh, anyway so back to Dumle the uh, they Ikea sell this suite in at the you know in, you know the, the food hall at the end of your Ikea journey so you, you buy a Billy shelf and you buy a Dumla. is that what you're saying I buy an awful lot more than that let me tell oh, you oh yeah there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of crap thrown into the trolley because Ah, feck it, it's only three fifty. <laughs> Let me tell you, friends, those three fifties add up with every shop, every time you <laughs> yes, call in. They do. Uh, but, and then when you finish, you go for your hot dog. And then after the hot dog, you call up to the little food hall, little section. And we get some, um, they do a, an incredible sort of cheesecake dime cake thing, which is just unbelievable. It's, it's I don't do any of that. Frozen. And, and yeah, we, I never used to either. But then when you when you get kids... It's life slows to take it right. all in. So, and right. it also becomes like the food hall in Ikea becomes the highlight of your day when you have okay. when you have two kids. Whereas you go out to pubs and 
maybe even late night bars. Uh, oh and God, places, I remember pl- pl- pubs. Places with loud music. I don't I do pubs. any of that. I do the food hall in Ikea. Uh, so they have this incredible dime cake. When, they, when Ikea opens again, try the dime cake. And they also have a, a chocolate, a gooey chocolate cake, it's called. Again, it's next to the dime cake. You can't miss it. Both of them. They actually sell in Ikea, in the food hall. They sell these, uh, you know, the ice bags or the um, insulated bags that keep things cold, frozen food cold, yeah? Mm. In Ikea, they sell a bag that exactly fits the dimensions of the cake boxes for the Ikea cakes. And it fits three. So every time I go, I buy a buy a refrigerated bag I'm, and th- three cakes for the. Freezer. I'm going to describe what my he- what's happening to my face right now. I've got my head in my hands, yeah. going no, 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 shaking the world. Because remember when people cared about climate change just there about a month ago. I know. In fairness, I don't buy the bag every time. I've, we've got our own you, bag. So if the bag you don't need to bring the bag with you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I've okay. got a few bags. In fairness, I've, oh, it's not every geez. time I go, but uh, I do have a few bags. Uh, anyway, Doomla, I ha- this is my final, this is the this is the point. Doomla Get to it. has changed my life. Since the COVID lockdown, we have gone through about six bags of Doomla. Uh, the, it is a toffee, a soft toffee with an incredible, I think it's the same people that make caribou. You know, the car- or the, is, it, is it caribou? Yeah, the caribou chocolate. Oh, the, the the fancy old um, cinema chocolate. They sell that in there as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, they and then it's covered in that lovely milk chocolate. It's absolutely, Warren. It's insane. Doomla. Uh, I need. I'm so grateful though that IKEA only on Friday decided to close their doors uh, due to the COVID. They were quite late actually doing it, but they've done it now, and then I can I can finally go back to some level of normality. With. I am looking at the Doomla. Yeah. Right now. It's insane. Um, they, it's from it's made by a company called Phaser. Is that Oh yeah, that does look Probably like it's is, the, yeah. the, the the cinema chocolate. They make the picture look very nice. It's that it is that nice. Every single one of them are that nice. I think they put heroin in it or something. Uh, to, to, How much are they about 350? Big bag, massive bag, yeah. I I'd, I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, have you gotten through all the Doomla? No, we've got two bags left. I think Kate's about Jeez. to start rationing them, though, because uh, can you can you bring one into just one single sweet into work? I'd like to try one. Okay, we'll do that, or I'll give you I'll, one, and we'll do it on the podcast tomorrow. How about that? Oh yeah, I'll ha- I will. We'll do a oh live. yes, eating. Remember eating on the radio. Now it's eating on the podcast. That's well, we've <laughs> taken a, a, a radio tradition. And mo- yep. modernised it for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing we'll be doing I'm... the old Ray Darcy cooking fish in the studio. Or pancakes. <laughs> pancakes on Pancake Tuesday. And every year it comes up on Red. Since I started on Red FM, every year it comes up. It's like, will we do pancake flipping for Pancake Tuesday? And every year I go, no, absolutely not. No freaking way. Because it's pancakes on the radio. Radio. It's not. It's not. I understand what you're saying, but it it this is a medium that is fundamentally not suited to this bit. It's just oh. like there's the preparing it, can't see it. There's the cooking it, can't see it. Then there's the eating it, can't taste it, can't see it, can't smell it. It's an absolute waste of time. Other than saying it's Pancake Tuesday, there's not a lot else you can get out of Pancake Tuesday yeah. on the radio. Ray has always had an issue with eating on the radio. Like yeah, he's had, I've I've seen him have full on meltdowns just on the name thing, right? With the Camilla Cabello. Camilla Cabello. 
Camillo Cabello. The thing is, and I know Camillo that Cabello. Barcelona is a name as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're not there. Camilla Cabello, it's her actual name. If that's how she pronounces it, you probably should try to pronounce it like that. Uh, okay, well then in that case, should I be pronouncing Ricky Martin like uh, Ricky Martin, uh, uh, Ricky Martin, or because uh, his ac- his accent is to play in it, or would he, Enrique would he Iglesias, would... Enrique Iglesias. See, people do say Julio Iglesias and Enrique Iglesias, whereas Ricky Martin, I've seen him back in the day on TRL being like, "I'm Ricky Martin." Right, but yeah, but you're talking about then should should we with all American artists? Because they say they're like... T- uh, no, I'm not talking about accents. Yeah, you no, are though. You are. No, I'm not. No, it's a pronunciation. It's different. Pronunciation because so, of her accent. Like, we know that I will. Res- I have to respond to every name under the bloody sun. I'm fine with it. But it would be lovely if people could actually say it. Warren. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Moving you on. Don't, Sorry, go You on. don't do it right either. What? Hang on a second. Let's go say back. my name. Warren. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, There's a W in there at the start, you see. You do a Mwaren. 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 No, it's I the, don't do that. It's the Kerry pronunciation. Right, okay. Um, okay. Number two. It's Operation COVID Nation, everybody. Uh, here's but the, the... Okay, you do your thing on Operation COVID Nation, and then I'll tell you so, my, my thing about Operation COVID Nation. And so this the, was announced... Were, yeah. But this was announced yesterday. So yeah. Operation Transformation are in April going to do a show called Operation COVID Nation, which is all about being healthy and your mind and the tips during our social isolation lockdown. Yeah. Now, I think that's admirable. Operation Transformation yeah. does an awful lot of things for an awful lot of people in this country. It gets people up and moving. It's it's very accessible. Well done. And yeah, I adore yeah, Okay, Thomas. okay. I take that with a pinch of salt. I, I think this... Uh, beatification of uh, or RTE or anyone involved with Operation Transformation as a as a sort of uh, it's a at the at the end of the day it's a ratings it's a, winning television program yes and it has an element of kind of uh, change your life or before and after about it which is well, a thing it, it's not because it's not entirely removed from Davina's thing of whatever lose your weight lose the you know, remember her the biggest losers remember that one that, that was on as well. I think it kind of is because when I've watched, especially the American version of The Biggest Loser, there is an element of hardness and utter disdain for the people who are on the yeah, show. Look, at, I, I get it. it. I think yeah. it's more friendly Operation Transformation. It is more friendly. Yeah, I look yeah. At, at the end of the day, it is a television program. I don't. But, I don't think it is. I don't think it should be credited. And also, I I would take a, with a massive pinch of salt the assertion that oh, would, you know, were it not for Operation Transformation, we'd all be dead. From I'm... from oh, cholesterol and fat and not exercising, I think a few people sure have have benefited from it. I but think I also have. know from talking to people who have actually been on the program that it lasts for as long as the program. And you're talking about like, no, I'm not talking about the thousands of people watching it around the country and going for the walk on a Sunday night. I mean like the actual people, the actual participants as team leaders on the program. I know of at least two of them that are like, I don't know it's just. The minute it was over, it was I just went back to my normal life again. So, n- not even with, with those people could you credit a life-changing uh, turnaround in their 
health and fortunes. But that's that's not just up to that's not up. The program started them. It was it's up to them to. Oh then no take no some I no I agree. But then I no absolutely absolutely I entirely agree with you on that. And yeah, the, the program can't be expected. But what I'm saying is the notion of other people saying that this program is the solution and is the is this amazing thing. Again, I'd reiterate it's just a TV program and the TV program is itself regards itself as a TV program and it shouldn't, you know, I don't think any of the rest of us necessarily should be taking it entirely seriously. They're like, oh my God, aren't they great getting fat people out for a walk on a Sunday? Whereas, <laughs> whereas in fairness, like, I, I don't think, I, th- I, think we, I think we're inclined to give them too much credit is what I'm saying. Okay. Well, I think fair play, anything that gets anyone out, fantastic, and right. provides entertainment. Now, the thing is, when I heard Operation COVID Nation, I was like, oh my God, Waterford Whispers have outdone themselves. Yeah. That is fantastic. And then I clicked in, I was like, they even made it look like the RTE website page. This is, <laughs> Jesus, they really, they've gone for this one. And then I went, oh no, oh, oh no, this is. So what's your issue with is, it? Is it the title of it or is it just the premise? No, it's the title. I'm because looking at what they're doing in the BBC, like they have gone all they are going all out in April in the BBC. They're doing so many COVID things and they're doing health stuff and everything. It's just the name. Mm. And I think that one of the names that they were thinking about was Operation Isolation. Which I'm like, all right, okay. It's okay. Yeah. I, I that's Operation Isolation. We're all in social isolation where it's it's getting people to stay in and what you can do inside and indoors. Operation COVID Nation. Yeah. It, oh no. Oh no, like, seriously, I thought it was so funny as a Waterford Whispers headline. I thought it was hilarious. But as the name of an actual television show, I don't think so. Okay. I, I, yeah. uh, uh, it just struck me as, as, I don't know, sort of uh, opportunistic and, hey, we can knock an old TV show out of this, lads. This this goes on very much longer. We'll roll out cats in there, get a couple of photographs. and we'll Is get... that your issue? Um, no, it just seems, it, it's just a bit sort of... Uh... Now, in fairness, they have to do something. They Like RTE, as well as anyone. Hey, look at us. We're doing a podcast because we're locked in in the middle yeah. of... Uh, yeah, so I, I don't have... Um... It, my my yeah the, my reaction to it was my eye roll was uh I, there was a video of Ray Darcy interviewing Catherine Thomas and he, he, well you'd know Ray as well but uh, the look on Ray's face as he was promoting <laughs> op- operation he's like oh yeah Catherine oh, what are you doing <laughs> well you can imagine his feeling as well though because he's probably told as part of the RTE umbrella like you have to have Catherine or one of the team leaders or Carl Spain, or not Carl Spain. What's his name? Uh, Carl Henry. Uh, Carl Henry. I was going to call him Henry Spain. Uh, is Carl uh, Henry on? They'd have to, get, or the doctor, or whoever, on every day, and he's probably like, oh, Christ, all I want to do is my show, but I need to do this, and it's literally only just over, and all of a sudden, bam, they're back again with an everyday dose of Catherine Thomas, and Darcy's face was like, oh God, here we go again. <laughs> but when you're <laughs> I I don't think it's I don't think it's profiteering off it. I I actually think if they hadn't if we hadn't done anything here, because they're doing so many things in the UK that we'd be like Jesus. We could, our national broadcaster couldn't do anything. I know I it's think fair, it's, and it's an existing brand, and it's already it's a, it's an already established set up program. It's literally just doing the same program again with a twist. So that's I look at that's fine. I get it. I understand. I just found it a bit sort of. Um, 
just opportunistic. But then again, isn't that the nature of this business? That everything is opportunistic. It's like we have a thing to do. We need to, like, no more than the six o'clock show tonight. We're going to be do, doing uh, kids uh, kids at home baking in their kitchen. Send us in your videos. Like that in itself, you could twist that. Not twist it. You just, with my skewed, cynical, uh, uh, sideways yeah. view at the world, it will be like, ah, this, there we go again with this, explo- you know, exploitative or making hay. Like, but it, at the end of the day, it's content and it's reflective of the world. So if there's someone ringing me now. I can't. I can't even. Sorry, I'm. I'm so busy today. It's th- this. This. This podcast is is eating into my nap time. And oh. and let me tell you, it's not going to be worth it. It's not going to be worth it. Number three, Vogue Williams has a radio show. <laughs> Go on, Vogue. Go on, Vogue. Do you know where she's been on the six o'clock show? No, but I remember when I worked in a radio station back in the day. I worked in a place called we Phantom. Should, we should put it together a, a sad music hotkey every time we refer to it. We're in, working in a radio station. <laughs> My floor of her life. Will we just say RIP every time we say we refer to you working in a radio station? No, RIP. Maureen used to work in radio, RIP. As in the RIP, that part of your life. <laughs> Maureen, of course, you'd know her. From her Today FM radio show, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I worked in a radio station. This is where I first met you, actually. Oh, no, I met you when I was in Spins Out West. But um, um, I worked in Phantom. So uh, my favorite radio station I've ever worked in. And Vogue was doing a show there. What? And I re- Yeah. Or they were trying to get her to do a show. Or No, she was coming in and she was learning how to do radio. That was it. And... Um, Someone had said, you know, put a show together for her and she can do the links in and out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was there. And the PD at the time. Uh, the pro- program director. That's like a manager. Pro- yeah, Program director. She was introducing Vogue around the place. Yeah. And I was just after finishing my show and I was out and at, at my computer. And uh, Fiona came up and she was like, so Vogue, this is Maureen. She does our, our talk show. And she went, hi, Mary, how are you? And... <laughs> <laughs> Fiona went, no, no, Maureen. And she went, oh, sorry, Maureen, lovely to meet you. <laughs> and Fiona went for a third time. Oh, wow. And she went, no, no, her name is Maureen. And she just went, uh, yeah, okay, Mary, really nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining it's all happening in Vogue's voice as well, in her deep. Oh, yeah, it was, it was Vogue. Yeah, nice to meet you, Hi, Mary. Mary. Nice to meet you, Mary. <laughs> and I was sitting there and I'm so used to be calling every day under the sun. I was like, oh yeah, grand. But then all of my colleagues, because it was, I think it was a Friday and we're all heading out. Loving us. For, the, for about a week and a half, I was only called Mary inside and work. That was it. How many and years ago was this then? It would have been when I first moved to Dublin. So nine years ago. Wow. About nine years ago. So this was nine years ago and Vogue manages to look the same age and you look 40 years older. <laughs> I nearly made it. I love timing my jokes as Maureen's drinking a cup of tea because it is going to end up all over the webcam at some point. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited to share this news. Vogue Williams writes on her Twitter at Vogue Williams. I'm so excited to share this news. Stop it. Exclamation marks. Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! She's posher than that, isn't she? Exclamation mark! She Vogue is posh. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to do the posher South Dublin accent now as well. 
Yeah, you're doing a terrible job. I'm, of, I'm officially a part of the At Global family. This is the uh, radio group she's working for. She says, I'm officially a part of the Global family, but she's written a part, all one word. So that means that she's in a social isolation, I imagine. She's working from home like all the rest of us. You she's officially facetious. She's officially a part <laughs> of the family. because so she's, she's maintaining a safe distance. Herself and Spencer and the childine all inside doing the radio show together. Uh, she's doing a weekend breakfast show. So how is it then, Warren, that even Vogue has a radio show and you don't, R.I.P.? I think Vogue is highly entertaining. Number four. R.I.P. 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 Um, shall we have a go about um, clickbait articles? Oh, Yeah. Did you click? So, did you click on something or go think? Oh, I'm dying to read that, and then you end up in it, and it's like, oh, there's there's nothing in this. This isn't even a story. I clicked, and I'm really, really annoyed. And people can judge me. Yes, I clicked on a Daily Mail sidebar of shame article, right? Okay. And it says going through what we went through. Oh no, they've changed it. Sorry, they've changed the article now. It says celebrity Big Brother star Chantel Houghton reunites with ex-husband Preston. 14 years after they met. Oh, what cool. Was... Ordinary. Do you remember the Ordinary Boys? Boys will be boys. boys. Uh, so, yeah. uh, Chantel and Preston. I forgot about Preston. Uh, and they're back together. Oh, are they? Well, listen to Celebrity Big Brother star Chantel Houghton reunites with ex-husband Preston after 14 years after they met. I'm like, oh my God, they've gotten back together. Isn't that so sweet? They were the love of our times in Celebrity Big Brother where she was the fake celebrity. Okay. no. They met for an interview for OK Magazine. That was it. Oh. That's how they've reunited. So they've, they're not, they're, they're only, this is like the Friends quote unquote reunion for uh, HBO, oh, which does my head in. It's a, it's a, an interviews, it's a few interviews special, isn't it? It's like, oh yeah, I remember when we did the one where. They're the, going to, it's sorry, Friends unscripted. They're going to sit around in, I assume, the set of Central Perk. And talk and about talk Friends. And talk about Friends. Yeah. That's it. And then they all joined. I think a lot of people were really annoyed because it's like when you find out that Ma- Matthew Perry joined Instagram purely to push friends. And were we talking about this? How much money they make on residuals these per year? Uh, I don't know if we have, but I tell people all the time. Did I tell you this? I tell people all the time that they, that Courtney Cox makes fourteen million a year. They all do. They they all got the same deal on residuals yeah. at the end. Uh, but on repeats, unlike you know uh, syndication and all over the world and repeats. And, and, from, I, and I wonder if was on. I wonder if they're getting more because of Netflix now. Uh, no, it's the same deal. They get okay. they, they they get the same money themselves, and then yeah. the the whatever else the network or the studio <laughs> can make out of it is the studios. I think so. They get fourteen okay. million each, regardless of yeah. what happens. So that was the whole friends thing was really clickbaity. It's like they're getting together to have an inside the actor studio. Lad. But That's why on earth would they bother their arse if they're making 14? If you were making 14 million a year to talk about a job, to talk about bumping into Vogue Williams in Phantom nine years ago and, and other stories for a couple of hours. Why, would, why would you RIP? Why would you bother your arse? Because I I'd just go for dinner with my friends. Which, yeah, and I get that they do that, but there's such an appetite for it. And you have to realize that uh, they've had varying degrees of success since Friends, mm-hmm. a lot of them. And that that need and want of public adoration, having been 
the most famous people on the world for a decade. I think it's an itch that they want to scratch. Yeah, I think, I think my fourteen, I'd, I'd scratch my itch with my fourteen, fourteen million million dollars. I'd get go to the ATM, get fourteen million individual dollars out, and I would use them individually. I would fold them in such a way that there will be a pointy end on one end of each of the dollars, and I would use that to literally each one to literally scratch an itch. You know the way that one would, and when you, when you fold a sheet of paper. And it's sharp, and then you can use a sharp bit to go. Yeah, that's what I do. If yeah. if someone could do the maths on how long it would take with fourteen million individual dollars to scratch itches, six bits pod pod at gmail dot com. You've you can clearly let got too much that. time on your hands, and if you send that email, it will not be read on the podcast. Do you understand? I will. I will read it. I will read right. that that email out. But with the the with the Chantel and Preston thing, it then brought back into my life. Can you remember? When Preston was on Nevermind the Bogus Cox. Yes, with yes. Simon Amstel. Oh, man. I, I've oh interviewed uh, Phil Jupiter a couple of times. Uh, yes. And I adore him. And Fabulous man. He has spoken. Well, I read his book as well. And in his book, Good Morning Nantwich, uh, Phil Jupiter. I love that book. Yeah. Because it's all about, it's all Phil Jupiter, really. Yeah. Um, and he talks about, and he spoke to me in, when I interviewed him as well, about that time with Amstel. Because Amstel's brand, at the time at least, was mean. uh, meanness. Yeah, and taking people mm. down a peg or two and showing that celebrities are real. It was off the, the pop pop world. Pop world, yeah. himself and Alexa Chung, yeah. Yeah, and eventually Jupiter was like, I don't like doing this anymore. I don't like making people uncomfortable. That said, though, it does make for incredible television. Incredible, but with the Preston thing, because Simon started reading out pages of Chantel's autobiography to Preston. And remember, Preston got up and walked away. Yeah. It was, I remember, the Friday night I was watching that, I was cowering behind a couch. I was like, I can't watch it. I can't. It was amazing. It was just amazing. I felt so sorry for him. I felt so unbelievably sorry for him. So that brought that back into my life when I saw the clickbait article. And I rewatched that this morning. And it is still as uncomfortable as you'd expect. Awesome. Yeah, you should watch the one where Jedward were on it. Did you ever watch that one? Where they were walking oh, yeah. Oh, man. That's unbelievable as well. Oh, God. Number five. I'm not going to dwell on this, actually. But uh, uh, it's th- this coughing challenge just sh- shows the depths to which we have descended as a species and COVID-19 is is probably I know people have, have said this uh, controversially but there's something to be said for this notion that COVID-19 is mother nature's way of turning around to the human species and going hey you absolute scumbags you don't deserve to of course the people that are going to be taken out by COVID-19 are not the people going up to elderly people's faces and coughing at them and videoing it for the entertainment of their scumbag friends. I oh. I couldn't, Mourn, I couldn't believe what I was reading. And you know I've got a negative, cynical view of the world generally anyway. Expect the worst of most people. I genuinely couldn't believe that kids or people, humans, of a reasonable age yeah. in in Ireland in this day and age in the middle of a lockdown I it, I, I, it, I couldn't comprehend that this was a real thing that this was an actual thing that people were doing the absolute horror could you imagine being an elderly person going out on your one trip out 
in a day or or two days out for a little walk or out to get the, your essentials like the milk and the bread and the eggs because you've been locked inside because everyone society media government everyone telling you stay inside you're at you're the ones most at risk at this and you go out for your little walk you are terrified absolutely yep. terrified of other people and then these absolute i mean i they, they've said now the guard they have come out and said uh, on the back of this that the they're going to lock they're going to charge people with assault for doing this so if you do this to a person or to anyone people are doing to the guards as well for a laugh and to security guards and this kind of thing well the guards have to order thousands of spit hoods that's been announced because today. of this yeah yeah because of this it is so it's the lowest of the low uh anyway i, I but i just couldn't comprehend that this could be a thing if you're aware of anyone doing this uh you can either forward me on the the, the details and uh i'll deal with it oh. <laughs> or or From just social isolation or just give them a smack in the head or there should be legislation rushed through for firing squads just on just for this one now it has to be specific it is specific so, that like so not to overreact no i jeez it would be far for me to overreact maybe the chair mm-hmm. The chair would be an interesting one as well, just to... Uh, but, of course, it would have to be videoed because that's how this whole thing started. We'd have to video you being uh, uh, executed and then we'd put it up on your TikTok. We'll use your TikTok channel. Not yours, Moran. I mean, the the individual <laughs> who commits the crime. We will put it on all of your social channels. Oh, so they can get the viral hits? They can oh, get, the, get the hits. That's actually really nice. I, of you. I'm actually in, right. a, in an anger, anger flop sweat. So I, I told you I was going to. I had a I had an angriness in me. Anyway, it's out now. Number six. I'm going to end on something a little bit lighter because we're all so angry about that bloody coughing challenge. So this is something from Lights Camera Pod. Okay. okay so it's 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 a podcast, and they have decided to do a random movie generator. So it's your movie. Oh, okay. I'm in. Okay. And it's like, would your movie be any good? So what is your movie? So the director is what month you were born in. Okay. Um, I'll make sure that I retweet this a little bit later on. So uh, January to February is Tarantino. Then you've got uh, M. Night Shyamalan, Michael Bay, Greta Gerwig, uh, Taika Waititi and Scorsese. Right? Okay, so what's September then? I'm September. You're Waititi. Excellent. Yeah, already. Lovely. I'm already in. So it's already funny. Go on next. God, well written. It. Tightly, so tightly my... scripted. Fast editing. Go on. Mine is Tarantino. So next is Star. It's what day of the month you were born. 21st. So you are Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain in a Taika Waititi movie. What? Yeah, that's what you've got so far. I've got Tarantino and Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Co-star. What color are your eyes, Ray? Blue. You've got Kevin James. Oh, man. I I also have Kevin James. <laughs> Everyone in Ireland. I think that's intentional. That's James. probably intentional. What are the other uh, co-star options? I bet they they're all curveballs, are they? Uh, Sam Rockwell, uh, Natalie oh. Portman, Andy Samberg, Octavia Spencer, and Christian Bale. Oh, you'd want a Christian Bale, wouldn't you? Or Sam Rockwell would be good with Jessica Chastain in a oh. Taika Waititi oh, movie. They'd be delightful. Yeah. And now, what percentage is your phone on right now? Oh, uh, it's on, sorry, got to swipe, 50% exactly. So you are, it's a war movie. <laughs> oh, okay. A war movie with Sam Rockwell. I've, I've already recast uh, Kevin James. No, you can't. No, Kevin James can be the charming, overweight best friend of Sam Rockwell's. 
uh, and he's uh, he's killed early in the film and Sam has to deal with the struggle of losing his best friend at war and uh, he bums into Jessica Chastain in the well, she's in the she's the star of the movie, and you've made Sam Rockwell, who isn't even involved, Hang on the a star second. of the movie so far. What's what's the role of Kevin James again? He's the co-star. Co-star, yeah, star and co-star. Yeah, he's secondary to Jessica Chastain. You're going to have to have a female okay. protagonist. Okay, well here we go then. Right, movie opens. Jessica Chastain wakes up with a with a fright. Okay, uh, yeah. Some Taika writes something funny here. Uh, it's a mother, probably a mother character comes in. There's an odd, a typical mother-daughter exchange there, which is both funny and charming. Bitchy, sort mm. of, you know, because mothers, it's like, mother, I can't do anything to please you, blah, blah. When are you going to find yourself a man? Because we're in the middle of a war. And then boom, boom, boom. Uh, the the bombs are, are raining down. The air raid shelter siren goes off. It's cut to the army barracks or the anti-air raid guns uh, and uh, Kevin James is there and uh, Sam Rockwell are there as well. Uh, okay. Kevin James's brains are blown out in, like literally just in the second give Kevin James a- appears on screen. It's a... Pfft, that's it. And then I gotta, Sam is I like, gotta, no! I am go, walking no out This is your, this is your problem. This is clearly your problem. Uh, no. One other thing I'll, I'd like to mention, notable mention, a number seven is... Look up the poo challenge or the poop challenge on uh, this is this is no th- been banging on about this all day. Here's one of them. If you if you t- type in, um, I don't want to ruin it for you, but I am slightly okay. Type in gag reflex poop challenge. Uh, it is the funniest thing. It's parents in lockdown with their children putting Nutella or chocolate pudding, as they call it, or you know, chocolate sauce or some sort of that looks like poop, basically on your on their hand. So they're in the toilet, in the bathroom, sitting on the loo, and they call out to their child and say, I forgot the toilet paper, can you bring it in here? The child brings in the toilet paper and then you get a bit of the Nutella on the child's hand and video the reaction. Now, I've just spent an entire previous bit uh, ranting and raving about the the descent of society, of of humanity, because of these viral videos, these disgusting viral videos. This This is another level. Have you found the gag reflex one? No, I haven't. Right. Look for it. When you find it, watch it. Because it is absolutely amazing. I cried. I mean, I cried laughing at this this thing last night. I'll share it later if I find it uh, on my Twitter. Uh, and that's it. We're done. Uh, thank you for enjoying us. It's uh, sixbitspod at gmail.com if you'd like to send us a note. And we'd love to hear from you. Stay safe. Stay well. No, stay away from... Everyone. Stay away from yourself and everyone else. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Wash your hands and stay away from yourself. The piles are giving me gym. <laughs>